I hope you're ready for tonight. We have our man of God who is with us here in the studio. Prophet Shaiju Matthew, Prophet, thank you for that we have this opportunity to, to be able to do this tonight. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be back with all of you one more time. Amen. Prophet, you know there's been a lot of... Uh, a lot of unrest that has been going on in the United States regarding this uh, incident surrounding George Floyd's death and uh, what happened dying at the hands of the police officer. Um, we had a broadcast yesterday where we discussed uh, a little bit of racism around the world and how it affects. And I was wondering if tonight you'd be able just to share your thoughts on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just watching all your comments coming in. I want to... Thank God for this technology that um, allows us to connect to you guys um, even in this lockdown. Hello, 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 hello. Yes. Say, uh, <laughs> we're catching the wind of the Holy Spirit. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad you can see something positive. <laughs> hello, hello, guys. Hello. Hmm. I see you have some interesting questions already. Is what is happening now connected? We will answer that. Hello, Pastor Tony. Hello, Anna. Good, 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 good to see you. Good to see mm. you, Sabod. Uh, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. People are saying they love your shirt. <laughs> it's the weather, people. It's the weather. It's the weather. Yeah. Um, Thank God, thank God. I see our children here. I'm so happy. I I hope you have shared this link with somebody already. And uh, I want to try and be precise in um, how I share this information with you today and also I have to remember that a lot of our people that are watching are not limited to um, America and even Canada and I know that very early in the morning there are so many of you that have sacrificially connected already to this to this uh, life and I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to use this life to cover areas that you are not expecting yesterday our counterparts from US they did such a wonderful job in in bringing a very uh, a clear point of view from the fact that they are from America, they understand the situation much better than uh, anybody else from um, any other country. So I was happy to hear how they tackled things. Um, but today, what I want to do with this life is that we bring you information that is applicable for every country, bring you information into your spirit that will help you tackle some of these issues. 
um, that are not just limited to a country which is universal which is what I would teach my son my daughter so I know that there is a huge weight of responsibility that is on me I'm seeing your comments so I want you to know that I want to take this moment um, very diligently very seriously i want to talk to you heart to heart um uh, yes isan i see you guys hello sujay i want to try to be interactive so pastor if you can keep monitoring the comments as yes. i speak and um whenever there is some comment that um, you feel will help everybody mm. you could probably bring that in but there are just few thoughts that are that are pressing on my heart oh and it's very critical you know as the day they all got together around me and they said you know we really want to hear your perspective and uh, i said it looks like a hot seat to me <laughs> and they said because we know that you have a different perspective and i think that is our success that that we have a different perspective to every situation that we face having a different perspective we don't face things because we are physically able to we face things because spiritually we are empowered to face them one more time <laughs> we don't face things and we don't find success because we are naturally born with that success but we face things knowing that we have a spiritual support a spiritual backing a spiritual empowerment in every area and i am praying that before this life session is over that the spirit of the lord will release another impartation into those that are diligently watching this video yes i have to stress that there are people that watch to hear things and there are people that watch to receive into the spirit and according to what you believe that the lord is doing the holy spirit will use this video to you and your family and your house and i'm right now telling you what i see the lord will establish your house you will be like a house that is upon the rock 
many winds will blow against you. All kinds of winds will blow against you. But your your house shall remain. Amen. Amen. <laughs> your house shall remain. Mm-hmm. So like I said, Pastor Shannon and Prophet Chetan, Pastor, they brought a very good perspective mm. from from the US point of view yes. from the US side but uh, i can assure you this that if we were to bring our indian pastors mm. or our church in malaysia or our church in south africa or uh, in the middle east you bring these men of god in life and you ask them about this they will tell you that they may not be the white race theirs we discussed but they will definitely tell you that they have faced similar racist situations mm. even in their in their life even in their in their communities and this is a fact if you come to india there are different provinces unlike canada different provinces they have different cultures the tea that you drink in one state will taste different in another state the chapati that you eat in south india does not taste the same in the north india the color of the skin of the people change from province to province mm, yeah the look change from province to province yeah. there is something that you will not see in this part of the world so you're looking at something that is so part of the fallen nature of man that they don't have the capacity to digest to understand to see something that they have not been exposed to from their childhood hmm now i have said this before that we have to the way we can be a good student of the holy spirit is also by being a good student of life somebody who is not a good student of life is definitely not a good student of the holy spirit there are so many things that god has placed around us that if you really want to learn there is no excuse to why you can't learn to say i don't know is not an excuse in this day and age Pastor, my daughter was one years old. You know when we started moving to Canada. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking at one year of she being exposed to just one nation. Yeah. One kind of people, one culture. Okay. So when she came in 
to Canada. In that little age, you could see the way she was taking in the new culture, the way she was embracing the community. The, the intake was different. Hmm. I remember the first time she saw somebody of a different color. It was it was a beautiful uh, elderly white woman of God that came to our house. She walked in and she looked at little Catherine at that time. She said, Catherine, we've been waiting to see you. She burst out crying. She she was so scared. She she ran to us as if she saw a ghost. Now that little child has no understanding mm. of why this person is looking so different from the what it was exposed to, what she was exposed to. Yeah. Now, whereas now we have our little Moses who is Canadian born. <laughs> when he arrives on scene, he walks in like the superstar. Now, it's completely different for him. When we took him to India, him having the Indian skin, <laughs> we had to help him understand things that we had taken for granted. 30 years living there. Here we are, we, we would go and we had to explain things to him. For example, why cows were on the street. You know? <laughs> And then there's this this inside joke. Even with in in that age, you know, God, he's he's now four plus years, and you will see him saying, you know, I, I'm I'm Canadian. Cathy uh, is Indian. You know. Uh-huh. So you see that that what we teach our children, what we exposed hmm. to our children. So my children need to see me sitting with other people that are different from my skin. And I'm telling you this, this is, this is, I'm answering a lot of questions even before you can even ask. I was going to say. (laughs) Yes. If you see an ingrained racism, you, 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 you can trace it back into the environment they were exposed to. Mm. The environment that they were exposed to. When they were growing up, did the father make fun of another race? Did the father call them, or the mother call them names? When they were growing up, did they go to a school where the kids bullied a certain color. What happens is that when a child is exposed to something for an X amount of time, that becomes its normalcy. Mm, Their reality. That, That becomes their reality. You know, it takes a child of God, an exposure to the heart of God in order to find your heart 
beating for the fellow man. Oof. That's good. That does not look like you. That does not have the skin color hmm. like you. That does not have the exposure like you. Every every person mm. they have a different upbringing. Yeah. They have a different cultural exposure. Um each groups they they react differently the way they are are responding to uh, a situation is different the way they crack jokes are different the way they laugh is different you know it's so different that that i'm telling you the way somebody laughs in a situation the way somebody have fun is different from a race to another so if you don't have the eyes of the lord jesus you know you will soon find yourself isolated hmm. you will soon you you can never go beyond yourself now is that important that's the question the yeah. question is is that important because jesus what was his command what was the command of jesus he said go e into the ends of the world mm, yeah meaning you cannot be somebody that is saying hey my people my group you know i'm surrounded by people that look like me yeah yeah that i when i go to church i'm looking for where is the row where my kind of people are sitting yeah yeah i i my friends in my church are those people i am it's natural so this automatic subconscious response in your system is a sign of what you're exposed to oh wow wow i'm trying to remind remember the first time i was exposed to uh, an african american man hmm. was when i was serving the lord probably I was 17 years old. Mm. I was preaching to a lot of Filipino people. Okay. And there was a gentleman. I don't know if he if uh, he still follows us. It's been a long time I haven't heard where they were about him, but his name was James. The first time I was exposed to a black man if I can say he was most beautifully dressed you know like the the i used to look at him as like man this guy is like a james bond yeah he would he would he's going to um, a grocery store like a 711 or something and he'll be dressed in a suit wow and he was he was the man who took me out and he said he said shaju i see because he was a he was a football agent at the time oh wow he was um, you know selling and buying um, football players in germany and all that and um, he he was very drawn to the prophetic gift on my life so he would ask me to prophesy and tell me if this player is okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after that he would take me out and he would he was the first person to teach me how to use a fork and a knife i still remember 
there was about 35 Filipino pastors that had invited me to speak. I was 17 years old and um, sitting at a long desk and they're all looking at me and I was, I was their guest and in, in their culture, I had to start um, eating before they start uh, eating. So they were looking at me and saying, man of God, we want you to uh, start. And then I, I said, wait a minute, I don't know how to use a fork and knife. So I quickly looked at James and I said, James, I don't know how to use the fork and knife. And there was like, you know, the, that, the kind of buffet where you have six of them all together. On oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, why do you need three fork and why do you need three spoons? You know? <laughs> I'm coming from India where we just use hands. And he just said, he said, just follow me, just follow me. And so he picked up and so I picked up and I somehow managed to take the smallest bite available on that plate. Yes. And then everybody started and I, you know, I said, okay, now I can take my time to bite into it. So I remember that, that exposure that I had with him. That two weeks, he was my chauffeur. He took me around to all the churches. Mm. He took me around to all the pastors. Every conference we had, we had a revival in Qatar. And he was taking me around. He was, he was the best host I, I can remember at that time. Mm. So that changed my perspective. When I went back to India, when I went back to my people, all of a sudden, they may have seen that little boy come back, but I was no more that little boy. I was exposed to something much bigger. I was exposed to different cultures different groups. Mm. So till today, I see, sadly, some of them that never went beyond their own cliques. Some of them that was never able to graduate mm. beyond their groups. But I told myself, uh, I said, if God is calling me for nations, I cannot judge them by their clothes. Yeah. I cannot judge them by their looks. Mm -hmm. I cannot judge them by their language, their way of emotional, um, the way they, 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 they engage was different from my culture. Mm -hmm. You know, when I came to even Canada, especially when I came to Montreal, the Italian culture was completely different to what I was exposed to. I remember they're saying, man, um, my mother would not be happy if she sees all these women coming and greeting me. You know how you do oh, the, kiss on the cheek. Yeah, both the sides and yeah. and then some. It, it was a different culture. Yeah. And I had to take it all in, to breathe in and say, calm down, relax, yeah. think, understand, take it in. This is their culture. This is, I had to take it in, take it in, take it in. Why? Because I don't belong to me. Mm. I belong to the Lord. Wow. I, be, I am his ambassador. Yeah. yeah. I am in this world, but I am not of this world. Oh, come on. So if you are even connecting to this life, and if you are even connecting to this ministry, there is a reason. There is a reason why God 
gave this ministry the name Revive Nations. Yes. Because our assignment is the nations. And you cannot be in this DNA if you're not going to allow yourself to be stretched. Mm. Okay. So you have to, one of the foremost things that you have to remember is that when you come into a different culture, different community, mm -hmm. every community is going to respond differently. Every culture is going to respond differently. Every group, they're going to respond differently. Now, I have seen this over and over and over and over again with certain groups that they would come in into a different group and expect to be treated right. Okay. And when they see even anything that is remotely close to somebody ignoring them, they'll begin to immediately pull out the race card. Mm, yeah. Say, oh, this is because they don't like my skin. Wait a minute. We weren't even looking at your skin. Mm -hmm. That was not even the point. It's just that you are a, you are a terrible introvert. Ooh. Now you have immediately jumped to the race car. Mm. You have immediately gone to that place where, you know, everybody hates me. Now that is one part of it. And then the other part is there is a, a genuine problem of racist people mm -hmm. that surrounds us yeah. all the time. Mm -hmm. We won't be able to change that. You can pass whatever constitutional law you want. If anything, people are going to get better at masking their racistic heart. Oh, wow. That's, that's all that's going to happen. They're going to be like, hey, if I do this, I'm going to be in jail. If I do this, I'm going to be fined. Or if I'm going to do this, this is, I will be excommunicated. So they are going to be good in masking mm. themselves. Some of these politicians that are talking too loud, you know, yeah, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of news. You look into their spirit, you know they are fake. <laughs> wow. You know, just... That, that's a different you you can you can say something from the pulpit but does your spirit really believe because i see that some people are saying politically correct things yeah. but their hearts are as racist as racist can be <sighs> so you have to remember that some of these issues are a result of a fallen nature. Us screaming about it yeah. is not going to change it. You can bring as much as awareness possible. You can make it difficult for them to breathe. Mm. But that is not going to change the way their heart is. Then does, does that mean that protesting is wrong? <laughs> no, no, no. I think the protest that is happening right now, what it is intended to do is to cause officers to have a standard that they follow. 
okay so it is trying to bring a measure of change in the way the police officers conduct themselves is it the public's role is it our role to to hold the police accountable for that because you have to understand how when america for decades was under a system of slavery mm. okay there are many areas that are not fully you know understood or fully developed into the full capacity of what justice has to be mm. yeah. so there are still, still areas that can be fine tuned polished now there is also been complaints that for decades uh now that police um, the way they tackle certain things has to be changed um now we are having this conversation because of this gentleman that was murdered floyd george floyd george right? floyd yeah i looked at that video and i said if this is if if it requires a protest to bring certain policies into place mm-hmm. then yes then yes but the bigger question is will these protests bring change of heart hmm well that is definitely not going to take place unless jesus comes into their heart so you have to be vigilant of not allowing what is happening right now in our culture to sweep you away into believing that now if i can break some glasses tear down some places you know mm-hmm. then change is going to come ah uh, you know change yeah, is going to happen yeah. because i have you know done this real change happens because god is changing the hearts of men no okay good, yeah. but we have to still engage consistently that our rights are not stepped on hmm yeah. okay yeah now let's be clear when i'm talking about our rights not being taken advantage i'm talking about some guy ignorant mm-hmm. heartless without compassion I, I, I where in fact when i watched that video i couldn't watch it in one go i had mm. to stop i'm like no i can't watch it and then i'm like no i need to watch it so i understand what's yeah, happening it was hard it took me about three attempts to like literally yeah. watch it in its entirety mm. it was very hard so you're looking at having the audacity to stand up and say no we won't stand for this this nonsense in our culture in our society this is abuse mm-hmm. this is this cannot be um uh, this cannot be taken lightly we will not excuse this kind of behavior but at the same time if you're talking about bringing a change because somebody rolled their eyes at you ah <laughs> yeah all the best trying to change that that's what i'm saying we can police a behavior 
but we can't police the heart of man. Hmm. I was uh, with my daughter and my son the other day. They wanted to have a bicycle. It was a very touching moment for me because I had to wait past it. I think I was 14 or 15 years old before I could mm. get a bicycle. Wow. And uh, their bicycle was costing 10 times more than what mine cost. <laughs> yeah. And um, I said, okay, let's go, let's go. I took them to the shop and they're all excited to get their bicycle. Mm-hmm. Now they were standing there, we're just about to pay. And we, you know, they are so excited, they're jumping up. There's this woman, I won't tell you the color of the woman because that's playing into the race game again. Mm. Because I I think it's a heart problem, not the color problem. Yeah. <sighs> she looks at me, she's, she starts saying something in French. I said, Madam, I don't understand French. What are you saying? She said, only cash. Now she's angry with me. She said, only cash. I said, no problem. Then she says, only card. So I said, no problem. I said, what is it you want? Only cash, you want cash and card, let's do it, whatever. My kids are too excited, right? And she just said, no, no, go to the other counter. Oh, I I looked at her, I said, I said, what happened? I want to know what happened. And she refused to talk to me. She just pulled this thing. I said, okay. Now the enemy wants me to lose my joy. Hmm. Enemy wants my children who are now looking up at me in a moment where they are going to learn how does daddy react to injustice. (laughs) Now it's it's a moment where they're going to learn how to react to this nonsense. I went to the other counter. Just as I reached the other counter, I, I looked. She opened the counter and took the next person. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm having this, my, my little kids with me. And uh, Catherine is very sharp. She looks at me and says, Dada, why didn't she take us? You know? And uh, I just laughed. I said, we'll talk. We'll talk. Because it's a deep talk. Yeah. It's a talk that I don't know if she's ready for. At some point, I'll have to sit down and explain to her the realities of our world. Mm-hmm. But then, what is my perspective? Now, do I go to pull the race card and say, ah, I've been mistreated because I am brown. You know what? Mm. Perspective, she is going to treat me like that. Too bad on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shameful. Yeah. Sadly, you can see that's what she was exposed to. That's her friends yeah. that is surrounded with. Now, how does that take my joy? Yeah. You know, I am blessed by God to be able to afford to buy my kids mm-hmm. these two bicycles that they want, according to their taste. I am blessed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's blessed. I don't know if she's looking at these blessings and, and you know, is she overcome with jealousy? Yeah. What is 
the reason does this remind her of how when she was a little child she couldn't afford a bike those are things that I was picking up in the spirit wow now I have to react differently I have to look at her and and say I have to look at her through the eyes of the law mm-hmm. there was it was not a moment where I was losing my life or an opportunity or a job or I was being denied a service that that I could have got I went to the next counter I moved on but I think where the protesting starts is where one's constitutional right is being taken because you are of a certain color mm. okay that's where I say stand okay. your ground yeah but stand your ground with dignity mm. stand your ground with class of who you still are not breaking into stores not breaking this is where I, I want to talk yeah. I, I said this before I know I'm I'm talking to sons and daughters that are watching mm-hmm. so so what I'm doing is not just talking about this racial issues I'm trying to trying to try to expose to you this is the culture of the DNA that you are carrying mm-hmm. so this conversation is important no matter what we do we have to remember we are still kings and priests we have to function from that level hmm. there are times when i was very agitated when i saw racism like losing it like why would this person do this many times many times in walmart many times when i was in in these stores at one time i remember with mama and i we were in los angeles at a coffee store this woman refused to give us service coffee we had to like um, i remember pasatin looking at me saying she's acting like she doesn't understand that we even exist wow what is what is wrong with her like it was it was so blatant mm. that she would do that and then i the choice is are we going to allow this to define us mm. yeah you know what you don't serve me coffee you don't know who you just missed serving coffee to that is why the bible says be careful because some of them when they ignored a stranger they were ignoring an angel wow so if the other person that is sitting around across you is mistreating you and now you are a child of god for somebody that the blood of jesus was shed for people of god the loss is not yours the loss is theirs they have lost an opportunity to serve somebody that would draw the favor of the lord on their life so don't allow that to cause you to lose your mental hygiene wow <laughs> this is important we say it because this is what the enemy wants mm. 
What does the enemy wants? The enemy wants us to play into the fact that we are victims. Yeah. Victims of what? Victims of what? I I'm a pastor mm-hmm. of many African American people, African Canadian people. I have many people that that have accepted me as their spiritual father. Mm-hmm. My father is a black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if I can just it would be a good lesson for us to learn. When I look at his life, one thing that I see is that he's refused to play into the victim mindset. Mm-hmm. He was in a land that is economically destroyed. economically destroyed mm-hmm. okay this like is anyways you're looking at somebody that that if they want to play the victim card they have enough reasons why they can play the card but you he began to lean on the holy spirit and who he who is inside him yeah and started building empires around him mm. where he cannot be ignored anymore Hey. Look. That's that's my role model. Mhm. Meaning I'm not going to let my words speak. Mhm. I'm going to sh- let my life speak. Yeah. So you see when somebody targets him or racially discriminates him mm-hmm. or mocks him. <laughs> it doesn't matter because he is blessed you know spiritually receiving strategic directions from the holy spirit he began to invest into places yeah businesses own businesses to the point where he god used him single handedly to build churches that can see thousands tens of thousands of people wow his own personal money for the kingdom of god his own money his wife and him that take care of thousands of orphans okay oh, that's incredible so you always see somebody that is wanting to mock him and uh, you read some mean comments and you know say oh you're a little boy yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even respond to that why because he has found his identity <clears throat> not through l- limitations of what people say but he finds his limitation of who he is in god and that takes maturity that takes understanding that takes perspective that takes somebody that has paid meticulous attention to get out of the orphan spirit get out of the victim mindset mm-hmm. saying oh i am in africa oh i am i am bad i've been surrounded by bad economy oh i've uh, in a land where you know the currencies are the worst uh, now that's that that was not his mindset his mindset was have been made in the image and likeness of god yeah i am made mm. 
to shift destinies. My people of God that are watching me, there is no reason why you and I cannot succeed even today. But one of the most important things that I can talk to my people of God that God has sent my way is don't take the bait of a victim mentality. Oh, wow. That's good. There is always going to be somebody that is going to be mean to you. There is always going to be somebody Mm. that will look at you and say hateful things. I won't even go into things that I've said when we came and took over this church. Yeah. We won't go. Because it don't matter. Because hurt people always have a tendency of hurting others. Oh, wow. They are bitter. Yeah. This is what I want to teach you. I, I hope, I hope uh, this is helping somebody. And that we have so many people who are just writing in. First of all, they, they love this. They Before love this. we go into that, let's remember this. We can have a a tailor-made environment, mm-hmm. but we cannot have a tailor-made world around us. Oh well, yeah. Did you get it? One more time. We can have a tailor-made environment, but not a tailor-made world. Phew. So my environment, I have chosen to sit with you. Yes, thank you. I've cho- <laughs> I have chosen to study you. You are not a racist. Okay. I have chosen to surround myself with people that are not racist. If you're a racist, you will not survive in our church. That's guaranteed. Hmm. There's gunshots right now to any racist that, that wants to visit a church. We will locate you and we will take you out. And um, they don't survive yeah. because we are making sure that we will make it uncomfortable for you to survive in a church. Okay, I love all colors. We have about 40 nations yes. in our church. Church of nations. Yes, 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 yes. Some of these people of color, their way of how they love God, their yeah. faithfulness, their loyalty cannot be compared. Mm-hmm. So we won't even, don't even get me started on this topic. But this is the fact. I can tailor make an environment, but I cannot tailor make a world around me. The world is always going to have angry people, mm. bitter people. So when you see somebody that does not understand you and is bitter, okay, you have to understand they are a product of that world. Okay, when you see a bitter person, an angry person that does not understand, they are a product of that world that they have not had control over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you see them, it is now your responsibility to not accelerate what we know is their weakness. Yeah, oh wow, oh wow. Oh, you guys say that again. Yeah, that's so good. Don't accelerate their weakness. Oh, wow. We, uh, I have to tell you, 
we have had many people that came to our church because they were blessed with our church. But they have told me, Pastor, I'll be honest, I was a racist when I came to church. It took me time to even adjust with certain people. Hmm. And I said, we saw the way you interacted with everyone. So we changed our mindset. You know, mm. We learned from you. Okay. <laughs> this is the culture. This is yeah. a culture of heaven. Yeah. This is a culture. You will see, if you go to some churches, you will only see a certain group of people. That, uh, it shocks me when, when, when people say, I, I go to a white church, I go to a black church. I said, I don't know if, if we have a location in heaven that will have, okay, Okay, all you Indians sit here, all you Italians sit in that corner, all you Americans sit in that. No, it's not going to be that way. All races, all tribes, ethnicities, we will all be standing before the throne and we will be, be worshipping the Lord. Oh yes, that side, there is only one color that heaven recognizes and that is the color red the red because we are washed by the blood of the lamb okay so I want you to look into your hearts and say okay I'm not going to trigger what is already broken in them that is their broken nature this is who they are I need to help them you know so I pray that God will give us the grace. Uh, Pastor, we will take some time to yeah. go through that. So I can say that have compassion and empathy. Even to those people that are not understanding. Mm. You know, even to the people that are saying that there is bad things happen to them. As child of God, your duty is to cry with those who are weeping. So, let's say that they are playing the victim card. Mm -hmm. Cry with them. Weep with them. Mm. Be a father to them. Love them. And give them tough love. Wow. You want to go to them. Show them sympathy. And then gently bring them out of that victim mentality. I do. Mm. I, I have to say this even with our children if we are not careful you will see that victim mindset in our kids oh, oh yes my sister yeah. did this to me oh, yeah. I want hugs I want love mm -hmm. you know sympathize with me I am you know nobody loves me yeah. no 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 no, no, no. Mm -hmm. at times as a father I have to see that there is a deep pain a child is going so I sympathize with them in their pain not in their logic yeah in their pain yeah well I sympathize show compassion and then I sit them on my lap and I say my son okay you have cried for four and a half minutes now let's talk this is the world you live in what did you expect you know, did you expect them to come on a white horse and, you know, find you something and bless yeah. you? No, no, no. That's Get amazing. used to it. 
because I don't want my children to grow up thinking that mm-hmm. hey it's going to be handed down into my hands mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah. is a spirit of entitlement wow that I will be treated right I I deserve to be no no it's not mm-hmm. uh, you don't live in a real world this is the world that we live in so having that that reality check is very yeah. important oh my goodness it's already nine there's time is flying that but you're answering so many people's questions i know i know you're answering so many questions <laughs> that i had you know that can i just say i think it's amazing you expose your children to the reality you don't hide them from it you don't try and explain it away you say this is the reality this is what's going on now you learn to deal with it yeah because you see a bully is always depending on your fear mm. to take advantage of you wow he can only take advantage of your ignorance see if i'm going there saying oh i'm a minority or yeah. i have white privilege or i'm a black uh, person who's being you know a victim i am that yeah. i'm this you know what there is always going to be a bully who can smell your defeat yes oof who can smell the lies yeah that you have accepted that is not what the scripture is teaching us to believe oh. he has taught us we are seated Amen. in heavenly Come places on. we yes. are more than conquerors yes 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 so it's so critical that we, if we don't guard ourselves into that mindset Mm-hmm. we are going to find ourselves opening up to more attacks because this 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 this, this thing I, i don't know i've done some stats when i tell you this man of god that there are people that naturally they are drawn to abusive relationships oh yes 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 two three four people they have been been uh, married to and all of their ex-husbands have been abusive. Yeah. So at some point you have to ask yourself, wait a minute. I understand that your first husband was abusive and you divorced him and you married the second one. I understand that your second was abusive. Mm-hmm. I understand your third was abusive. How is it that you've ended up with a fourth one that is abusive? Yeah. So at some point you have to look and say, am I subconsciously drawing that type of people into my life? because of certain signals that i'm giving out mm-hmm. of a victim mentality that i'm drawn to that kind of you know things that are, are coming towards me but when you begin to find your identity in christ when you begin to value yourself you'll begin to see you will begin to realize okay the world is a messed place this is how it is but it is not going to affect me because I'm going to raise my standards mm-hmm. high mm-hmm. I'm going to um, show grace and mercy mm-hmm. even when I see your ignorance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ha, it, to injustice yeah does not make one justice oh it's good yeah so you are being mean to me you are being silly to me you are being ignorant to me you're being racist to me so now I'm going to show you that I value myself by beating you up yeah. or exposing you and embarrassing you on social media. Yeah. It's not a king's way. Well. So is is this to say that the cry for racism stems from having that victim mentality 
installed in you or instilled in you from childhood? I didn't say that. No, I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Because it, racism, I mean, I think that there are people that, there are people that genuinely um, have a victim mentality and they are victims of racism. But what about those that do think highly of themselves that are well and proper and still face racism everywhere they go? It's never it's something that people will learn to mask well mm-hmm. in order to keep their jobs. But unless they are washed by the blood of Jesus, it's not going to end. So just because racism has, is happening in your workplace, it doesn't mean you quit that job and go on. You become better. Unless you can find a better job, go ahead. <laughs> if you have that, you know. I think that's that's the problem in this whole scenario. Now, when you see all these protests happening right now, of America burning, I think that's what you guys uh, yeah. had a theme for last night. Yeah. Uh, do you really believe that now people are going to change the way they are going to do things because of all these protests? In fact, somehow, sadly, this could even have negative repercussions. It could even isolate more people now. More people are going to say, yeah, we knew this is true. So if you if you even meticulously study what's happening in America, that's the first question that we had. Mm-hmm. Is this all connected to COVID-19? Mm-hmm. You know, that question itself tells me that somebody is thinking. <laughs> because there is a, a, a ratio of how often these protests happen. And typically it has always been in this season from June to August to September is a season where the maximum protest happens in America. Oh, wow. Come November, December, after November, you will see all these guys have disappeared. So you start begin to say, wait a minute. Okay, I I understand that this is a, this is, this seems like a righteous cry. But are the people that are bringing up this topic, do they have righteous intent? That's mm. the question. Do they have, is their intentions right? Are you sure that they are, they are now voicing up their opinion because they genuinely care? Or are, have they learned, has somebody out there learned the art of causing people's pain Taking advantage of people's pain, causing a situation to use that situation for their personal benefit. Why is it that just when there is an election cycle, everybody is talking about Ukjil Phum? Right after that, the entire year, nobody was talking about it. And just when elections are happening, there's a whole pressure of, oh, this this is what people do. This is what you look at a whole society that is being hijacked. And at the same time, you, 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 you start realizing just a few weeks ago, everybody was supposed to stay locked down because of Corona and Corona is killing and Corona that, Corona this. Now, all of a sudden, nobody is talking about Corona. All of these people are out on the streets. 
their entire conversation is moved about. Yeah. Now, what we should be mindful of is simultaneously there has been high-level issues that have been exposed in this very season. Okay. So there has been too many distractions that are happening around mm-hmm. to even distract people from really see what is going on. This is this is satanic warfare where the 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 they take advantage of a genuine problem mm-hmm. a genuine you know racist issues that are underlying the culture mm-hmm. bring it up or bring yeah. te- turn one race against the other yeah you know i've been seeing heartwarming videos of how people are uniting in this season you know and 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 yet I see politicians and news media constantly exploiting. So there's a whole negative narrative that they they don't talk about positive things. They don't talk about you know um, white people and black people uniting holding hands yeah. together. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, v- videos of how they were cleaning cities together. Mm-hmm. I saw a beautiful scene that really touched my heart of about five black people they they held chains because one a police officer who was a white man got lost from his other ga- the group of police right. officers and he was left alone and they were going to attack him. Six, five, six of these black people held hands and made sure that none of the other rioters touched this office. Oh wow! Why is that not in the news? Yeah. So there is a whole, whole way of causing negativity, using negativity, you know, to cause divisions and tear apart a nation, turn race against race. There is a demonic. way of doing it simple you guys all you need to do is watch these protests and say hmm. there is stealing happening there is killing happening we all they all talk about the the George Floyd issue yeah one of the police officers was a black man that was trying to protect another group of people from rioters these rioters came and killed this black police officer wow believe me Pastor, some of these news medias have not even talked about it because it does not fit their narrative. If they talk about a police officer giving his life to protect mm-hmm. somebody that was being rioted, hey, that that is hats off to this guy who put his life on a line to protect. But if you say that, it doesn't fit their narrative. It does not help divide. They're not interested in in. Uh, telling us the truth they want to pitch a brother against a brother yeah. they want to cause racial division in this season a child of god has to be very diligent and say i'm not being drawn into these these lies of mm. these protests yeah i'm not going to be drawn because somebody is there agitating one of the shocking things that i don't know if you guys are been watching all this videos so many videos of that they would go into a corner pastor and they would find sets of bricks that was in the night placed by somebody oh wow i'm telling you i'm not on one or two occasions sets corners many many corners in america overnight they come in the morning bricks are waiting piled up ready to be used 
Who is bringing these bricks? Provoking it, eh? It's not like, oh, this guy did something. I, I was so angry. Yeah. I picked up a mm-hmm. stone and I threw it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it. I was angry. No, 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 no. They want you to be angry. They, they have piled up stones. Mm. The Bible is clear. It is only Satan that comes to steal, kill and destroy. Yeah. Whether that be a white man or a black man. What we need to identify that it is a spirit that is behind. Mm-hmm. That is trying to divide. But I want you to I want you to be assured that in this season if you will not lose heart all of this the Lord is going to turn it into releasing a next nationwide revival that God wants to release Amen. not just to America mm-hmm. to nations around the world mm-hmm. so get excited Amen. that God is about to do a lot Pastor yeah. That I want to ask you. There's some someone who's asking a question here, yeah. and uh, it's in regard to you know our our DNA is that of being revivalists, yeah. being connected to the heart of God. So if if we are revivalists and if we are in in conflict with somebody who's who's treating us with some sort of act of racism, now the Bible says that in the end times there's going to be more and more lawlessness. Do do should we pursue trying to correct the situation should we pursue trying to talk to the person to try and win them over or is it just going to provoke things more or should we just focus on our own environment and bettering ourselves and what is what does the bible say jesus said when you go to a village he said look for something he said find that person that is accepting you mm-hmm. what we come to have known as the man of peace one individual that is accepting you into his village mm-hmm. into his city into his town now that point becomes a point of of ministry you speak from that point of acceptance or permission okay then it says if they go on to reject you he went on to give them understanding of what they should then do mm-hmm. he said dust off the dust from your feet yeah that dust is not going to judge them in the day of judgment so in other words he wasn't jesus saying you know plead with them beg them to understand you know fall at the feet no it was very clear that you know you are sent to people and if they are not given the grace to hear you even trying to grapple with them is you wasting your time hmm so go where the lord sends you man. so is it even is it even worth it for us to use our social media to maybe not protest but to take a stand against racism then i did that is why i took time to post uh about the the racial divide that is happening okay that is why we um we've been covering spiritual warfare and i know some of you are longing to hear that topic yes. we will definitely cover yes. that next week um but it was because we want to be a church that is not afraid to have these conversations mm-hmm. you know at the risk of making a statement here or there that may you know people say oh that i don't agree this i don't agree you know mm-hmm. but we still prefer to be a church that is not afraid to have these conversations 
you know, because it's high time. You know, the church rises up and say, man, we are racist. Mm-hmm. We have to fix that through the eyes of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You have to renew your mind. You have to transform yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to start saying, okay, why is it that when this brother comes to me that I feel in a certain way? Yeah. So I need to spend more time with that brother mm-hmm. and understand that brother and love that brother for who he is. Because Christ have loved me for who he is. So, you know, um, so so you have to be careful not to be hijacked by these political hashtags. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, the only movement that I'm part of is the Lord's movement. You cannot uh, deceive me with your so-called movements when all you are is some paid uh, guy sitting in America that wants to divide and he starts sponsoring this. Yeah these violent thugs yes and yeah. you create a t-shirt and you create a hashtag how many lives are changed with your your hashtags mm-hmm. you know you only divided nations yeah. so don't don't even don't even try to get me into your groups mm-hmm. you know because that's not how a christian works you know our light we shine differently the way we are the salt of the earth yeah. is becoming part of the healing not uh, just being noise So okay. you have to be very careful not to be sucked into emotions of the hour. That's good. Because that is how Satan hijacks minds. That's amazing. And we are so lost and oh, justice, justice, justice. And now we're like, okay, if, if that's what it takes, we have to we have to use a brick and mm. we have to do that. And the next thing and next thing. And then you start seeing, man, was God in any of that? Yeah. If anything, we quench the Holy Spirit with our conversations. because even with the worst sinner how did the lord jesus react he said father forgive them for they do not know oh, that's our master jesus oh, that's that's our lord forgive them for they do not know so we have to be careful that we are not part of the world's movement but mm. of the lord's movement because that is when genuine healing happens I have never I'm yet to see somebody that came to the Lord because they lost an argument. You know. Hey, I know why you're laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So never. And nobody nobody came because they won a protest. Yeah. It's true. At the end of the day because of this one dear brother black brother that died on the street. Now already I think 4 to 6 black people have lost their life. Died, yeah. Hundreds of businesses are torn down. I was seeing heartbreaking moments of black mothers crying, yeah. saying I don't have a shop to now go to. Hey. Yeah. Is this your part of solution? Then I don't want to be any part of it. Yeah. Because that is not from God. That is a spirit of division yeah. that we are playing into. So be careful what news media is projecting to you. Yeah. You know, they drum up some events just before an election just to get you to, mm-hmm. you know, be divided. And it's very interesting that today more than ever the enemy has succeeded in creating a biggest divide. And uh, I'll tell you I say this without saying with too many words. corona and all this are connected 
and there is an agenda but i prophesy the agenda of the lord shall prevail above all of this amen amen so, so <laughs> you know you know uh, prophet you were talking about uh, bringing healing yeah. and you know i'm thinking about our viewers who are watching right now and um, like you've made a post in reference to this racism that's been going on for maybe our viewers who would make a post and would uh, maybe take a stance on the issue of racism now let's say there was it would provoke some sort of conflict by mm -hmm. somebody who would be emotionally triggered what would be a healthy response let's say you're you're trying to come you're trying to connect yeah to your dna you want to be in alignment with your spiritual dna you don't want to just give any response from emotion but you want to give a healthy proper response now what 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 uh, regard lays it response in what manner is this question about so the question i'm asking is let's say i've written a post taking a stand yeah. against racism yeah and now somebody is coming mm -hmm. and now they're charged because of my stance yeah. again they don't like my stance on racism mm. instead of me entering into that conversation or instead of me entering into that conflict or or disagreement or argument is there a healthy way to let this brother the sister or or even just this person know that we can disagree on points or is there a way that i can say listen this is my stance and this is the reason for it without provoking them further what is there is there is there, what i'm trying to say is is there a way that we can do it can i tell you many of the things that i shared tonight mm. some of you wouldn't have received it if it didn't come from me it's a fact it's a fact because I'm appointed by the Lord. Not for mm. everybody. Because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be screaming and shouting at mm. me. Because they don't believe in me. But they that is not my issue because they're not given to me. Mm. Okay, That is why the Bible says, my sheep hears my voice. Meaning, God is saying, I am putting somebody as a shepherd for a certain group of people yeah. and they are the people that will be able to hear your voice mm -hmm. or hear your your instructions or hear your perspective and say this is the perspective I need to have mm -hmm. that being said even probably a church that is across the street don't need to listen to me because maybe their calling is different maybe their calling is to protest on the street maybe their calling is that direction mm -hmm. so be it we want to uh, we will not judge you for it mm -hmm. we will say oh god make sure no bricks fall on their head you know we want to pray for them as well but at the same time you have to remember if somebody is not your assignment if you're not sent to them uh you will start getting into this back and forth back and forth like that's why i said nobody has ever came to christ because they lost an argument yeah. so if this is going to provoke an argument are you not going to add uh, insult to injury 
they are already hurting their posts are a result of their pain the perspective you need to have is to have a father's heart mm. that's why i said that's good don't remove empathy and compassion from mm-hmm. i've seen this over and over again in the church makes me very angry makes me very upset because some people that have shown so much grace and mercy like really really so, like we've embraced them with all their their brokenness and when they see a brokenness in another person's life they don't even want to show the one person mercy that they received initially it's a very painful thing so i think what makes us believers the salt of the earth is that we have the capacity to hear the cry of a father who saying i am afraid to allow my son to go out on the street because there might be a cop that will shoot him and you can't go to that guy and say you know what let me prove to you that you are wrong you know the stats don't prove that what do you know about it that man is saying from his experience if your experience has not been his experience then your judgment about him has to be withheld because you are not in his shoes you don't have the capacity to we are supposed to be a father is not and we are supposed to be the heart of god for mm. our society our culture not to be intelligent uh, argumentative uh, people that want to prove people wrong and be right because doing that is not going to heal anybody in fact it is only going to hurt them even further divide them even further you know mm-hmm. so we have to be careful in that area you know that i, I want to just touch on a topic that was actually brought up yesterday okay. and uh, both uh, pastor shannon and prophet chathan spoke about it there was this term that was thrown out called uh, white privilege okay we are close now <laughs> um there there was a uh so this term white privilege so it's referring to the yes, people asking that is it there's there are some people that have asked this and so uh, i just thought maybe we can tackle this okay it it's saying you know if if i am considered to have privileges then why is it that when i go to school I see other people of different races that seem to be more privileged than me. Why is it that if I am of one race, I am considered to be more special than somebody else? Um I I think I you may be asking this question from more of a experience than I am because you you probably know it because are you saying this because of some because i'm hearing that in your voice yeah what have you seen like uh, i'll give you an example like i remember growing up dad um when i was growing up in school yeah. i was living in winnipeg at the time and when i was growing up i was there for about 3 years in that place and i am fine i look italian but i'm canadian i was born here in canada yes my skin tone is tanned olive but i'm white okay I'm in Canada. But yet in the community where I was, I was the minority. 
And so I was always treated, I was always treated poorly by everyone else in the community. But yet I'm supposed to be the offending person. So I'm trying to understand why is it that they would call one person, be it white or be it brown skin or whatever, how is it that we can call one person that you are privileged when everyone around you can also be more privileged than you are? Uh, so I think the question goes back to does white privilege exist or hmm. white privilege doesn't exist? Is it a term that was just created from pain and is not actual reality? See, one of the things about these, these set of arguments is that um, when somebody is arguing a point, they're arguing from their perspective, their exposure, mm. their experience, you know. So we had somebody who was ex explaining to us yesterday that yes, it does exist. Mm. He's right. And you are right. Because you can't say he's wrong because you don't know what he's experienced, what privilege he's experienced. Mm. Neither can he say you are wrong. Um, that question then may lead to, is there a systematic racism? Because mm. okay. that is a more valid question. Oh, that is something that would probably be you have to then go back and say, no, I don't want to get into these details because these are things that you have to research on your own. Mm. Because my platform, my position is to bring you the the perspective of God, mm. the perspective of the Lord. But at the same time, what the media has taken advantage of us is misrepresented stats, mm. misrepresented news. You know, they have represented good news as evil and evil news as good news. Mm -hmm. I was shocked when I heard a media uh, guy saying that it's okay for protests to not be peaceful. You know? Wow. And then I was like, man, he, that guy, same guy was quoting Martin Luther. And the picture we have about Martin Luther is the most peaceful and yet the most powerful protest. Mm. And here you are, the news media advocating exactly for the opposite. Yeah. So we have to be very diligent and careful that okay we don't we don't have to disqualify an argument um, because somebody is speaking from their perspective of um, their pain and that's why I'm saying this is our DNA I want to bring all of you in together so um, you, you have to understand many of them would say we don't have white privilege because everybody has the same exposure everybody had the same access to um, schools everybody else so there is that one side of argument and then there is the other side of the argument made by powerful people that that are saying yes but we've we were in poor neighborhoods we were in uh, situations where we didn't have the same access we didn't have the same exposure we didn't have the same you see somebody else would cry on the other side saying, yeah, but that is victim minor. So you, you understand, this is what polarizes. Mm. This is what divides us. This is what separates us. Okay. Um, we go into the larger picture, the bigger picture, saying, hey, what is, the, what is God's perspective in all this? Mm. 
how am I supposed to be the salt of the earth? How am I supposed to be the light in this situation? You know, because we can quickly otherwise, you know, shame the white race mm-hmm. in the name of social justice. Yeah. And then what you're doing is racism. Wow. You're falling into the same, r- same race rate. You are now glorifying one race over the other mm. by shaming one race. Now the other race comes in and, and thrashes you down. Mm-hmm. This will never end. Never end. This will never end. Mm-mm. So when I when you talk about a, a white race, here is a white man sitting next to me. Yeah. How can I ignore you? Mm. How can I brand you? How can I label you? Yes, there's been a group of people that have been going around and destroying businesses. How can I use that as an example and say this is how all the black people are. Mm. Is that is that even fair? So I think you know putting a label on a race is playing into the trick of the enemy one more time. I'm telling you. Mm. It's it's very we have to be very careful. You know, do they is there any certain human beings that have had a certain privilege? Yes. and uh, there are many whites who've not had any privilege mm. or probably even worse than many blacks you know uh, some of these some of these these black celebrities out there man they have been blessed by god yeah you know um should do we start saying that this is black celebrity privilege now mm. come on it will never end no yes there's always certain human beings that have certain advantages certain things that have been handed down to them it's the fact of life reality of life mm-hmm. um but you have to stay away from starting to play into the media trap you know mm-hmm. by dividing a whole race and labeling it so i think it's cautious for us to do that and you know uh, go out of the way to understand the other race and love the people you know i think i i should i should even say that try to not look at the skin color just look at the person you know mm. i don't remember any time looking at uh, somebody in the church and saying um this black brother you know no we have, they have a name yeah <laughs> they have a personality they have a skill they have understanding you know there are some people that are blessed with certain talents some others are not you know don't ask me to dance you know some other people are blessed with the grace to dance um some you know so yeah. you understand each personality you can't even say that all blacks can dance you know because there are some of our black brothers that have told me pass i don't know why everybody thinks that black people can dance because i as black as i am i cannot dance mm-hmm. you know so i think there is always going to be an exceptional case you have to learn to love people for who they are get to know them they have a name they have a family they have a child they have a hobby and their hobby is not the same as the other person's hobby so man we live in a beautiful world let's enjoy it you know that yesterday prophet chaitan was talking and um he said you know he brought up the verse in the bible where it says satan goes around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour hmm. and he's saying Prophet Jason was saying right now is not a time for us to be leaving open doors because Satan is using these open doors that people leave hmm. to attack us 
and to set us against each other like you were talking about today yep. is do you have any tips or keys that we can use to locate open doors in our lives like you already mentioned about the victim mentality is there other things that we can locate where we are leaving open doors that the enemy can use whether to whether it's to be the victim or to be the aggressor all right so we'll uh, conclude with this okay um, I know I want to let you guys go I know some of our workplaces have opened so we want to consider you guys as well and uh, I'll go through your comments after yes mm. you know we should be careful not to allow one disruptive moment to make us want to stop living life mm. one issue should not consume us to a point where we cannot now think clearly so because that is where the enemy comes in that is where the enemy takes over so we have to be careful to guard our hearts mm. in this season saying you know i remember one time the holy spirit giving me a song while we were preparing for the the f- first online sermons and it says take it to the lord in prayer oh yeah do you remember that song it was a beautiful song uh what was the beginning of it how's an old hymn um is it what a friend of mine is it the well, We, we go through this because yeah. we do not forfeit mm-hmm. things in prayer take mm-hmm. his lord in prayer oh what mm-hmm. needless pain we forfeit mm-hmm. oh what needless pain we bear yeah. all because we do not carry everything to god in prayer oh mm-hmm. so that song is coming into my spirit right now mm. um this is a season we need to take everything to the lord in prayer and some people will be blessed mm. just by seeing your love you know sometimes you don't need to argue a lot when they see your love they will know that hey uh, we've been believing a lie not everybody is the same there is somebody that is different and i pray that you will be that uh, different person sometimes you know for a uh, a discipline to become part of you takes time so you have to be intentional conscious aware for an extended period of time and then you will begin to see that it becomes natural organic and uh, it becomes part of you so for an extended period of time when you begin to show grace mercy and love to somebody an individual you will begin to see that or it becomes organic and now you don't have to think to do good you become good you don't have to think to be nice you are nice you know so it becomes part of you so take time now to organically grow in the lord to represent the heart of god to the people out there you know it is people are going to see jesus mm. naturally through your life 
you know, in the beginning, it's going to be looking like complicated. Oh, I have to be careful. I have to, I don't want to do that. I don't want to offend them. I don't want to, have to be careful of a hundred things. But after a while, you know, by being functioning as a light, now you don't have to think to be a light. You are the light that Jesus said. Mm. So you have to... Um, go out of this conversation saying okay i'm going to be the light i'm going to make sure that my black brothers and sisters don't feel isolated in my presence when i see somebody sitting there alone i'm going to make sure that i bring them along mm. you know sometimes you know you don't have to do much just simply going and say can i give you some water you know can i buy you something are you okay do you want to join us are you okay are you want to be left alone you know because i Otherwise, you know, when somebody is already going through a lot of rejection and and victimhood, if you leave them alone, they are going to just say, oh, they are being racist to us. Mm. So as a light, as a salt of the earth, as a light on this earth, being diligent enough to just go and say, hey, okay, we three of us, we are having fun in our youth group. Mm. I see one of our sisters sitting in a corner. We don't want her to feel alone. Whether it's a black or a white or a brown or a blue or a green. Hmm. I know, do we have green? Anyways, it doesn't matter. You being the hand of God, being the mercy of God. Yeah. Yeah, never let them feel left out. Never let them. Just bring them and let them feel your love. Hmm. And I believe that if you do that in our church, in our churches, in Revive Nations churches around the world, you will be representing your leaders well and most importantly you will be representing Jesus very well and that's what Jesus would do he would go out of the way to make somebody comfortable especially in the season where there's so much of so many people are hurting mm. make sure to go out of the way to make somebody comfortable yeah. make sure to be extra cautious to be uh, an extension of God's grace wow. and love. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, 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 okay. I hope uh, we have done some justice to this topic. That people are saying about how blessed they are with everything you've shared. You know, you've shared so much wisdom and you've opened our eyes to understand a different, a different rhythm, a different beat than what is going on in the atmosphere around us. You've brought something to the table that has, I believe it's shifted our lives because I know it's shifted mine. There's things that you have said tonight which I have not thought of before, which opens my mind to see it in a different way of carrying the heart of God to not be moved by these things. And I'm sure that there are people who are watching us right now who have been affected by it, who have maybe gone through situations in the past that have affected them, whether it be subconsciously, uh, emotionally, mentally. Um, I, I, hope, I hope I'm not too forward. I was going to ask if it would be possible. Maybe you can just pray for all of us and yeah, release the grace on us. Prayer is what we need to do. So we will not be joining live tomorrow. Um, but um, I encourage you to stay in prayer wherever you are. Because hmm. we would like to spend another day, if possible, with prayer and fasting. I encourage you to fast a meal or two as the Lord leads you. And um, we should take time to do that in your house, with your family, with your children. Prepare yourself for Sunday. Take time. And 
in a season we are in a midnight hour and in this season pray take time to pray that god will protect your house your family your children their minds their hearts and all this um, don't give in to the pressures of society your peer groups your family they'll say ah if you do this it means this if you do that it means that okay now you want to be god you want to play god you know mm. so don't give in to all those pressures um enjoy the season in rest because most certainly satan does not want you to be in rest so don't be pushed to uh, play into that enemy's trap oh i'm so happy that we could uh, have such a close one on one moment with you uh, i love you guys and miss you more and uh, i can't wait to read all your comments and thank you for joining us from different parts of the world and uh, and i look forward to to enjoying grace with you mm. okay thank you lord thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you rest well let me pray for you right now thank you lord yes 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 thank you thank you i receive all your messages to mama I, um, she's watching us every week she doesn't miss so she reads your comments as well thank you for your love okay so can we take some time to pray mm. <laughs> Victoria Chris Pastor Chris thank you thank you everybody mm. <laughs> Somebody says thank you Pastor Steve also we love you too Oh I love you thank dad for the privilege of being able to be here with him uh, Now people just keep writing about how it shifted their perspective and just changed their minds completely I think tonight has really helped really changed people's lives I hope so yeah. because it was a weight on me yeah. that we needed to do this and uh, I wanted you to have different perspectives before I even come to share with you and this is uh, definitely a sensitive topic and I, I was telling Mama that I need to talk about it because I know there are many people that will wait to hear so it's important that Satan does not hijack our minds. Mm. It is well. Even if the Lord opens the door, somebody says love from India. Thank you, Jomi. I miss India. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I miss them, but I care for them a lot. Okay, mm. I've made sure not to miss anyone or anything in my mm. life, but just to live detached, disconnected in, in a way that you can easily attach to the Lord. Mm. Anyway, so we have to be careful. I was saying even if they open the church if they are going to limit how many people can come to the church. I don't know, pastor. For me it's very painful. 
because that's what is going to happen. I know I said we have to fight that. It doesn't take three months to open mm. in its entirety. But uh, I would like to pray that this month we can contend that they will start easing the rules before this month ends. Mm. But again, it's it's like saying, you know, you can only see 50 of your kids. You can't see the other 50, you know. Yeah. It's like uh, painful. We have to re-strategize and rethink how we do church. Yeah. And we have to plan something. So we will definitely do that. So, you know, but I'm at rest. I have to be honest. I have been at rest knowing that none of what the enemy does is catching God by surprise. Mm. Yeah. So I have been at rest and I know that whenever God allows us to meet again, it will be the perfect time. Yes. So I want you to be at rest and make sure that you are diligently connecting to this life so that uh, you are 100% connected and receiving and mm. protected and moving forward in the same speed yeah that they used to uh, in the beginning even before this lockdown so so until we meet again much love yeah so I can't wait to see you Sunday Heavenly Father I thank you for the precious people of God that had the opportunity to engage with and have a very open conversation with tonight. Lord Jesus, open the heaven's door. I'm seeing this uh, very strange vision and in that I'm seeing a man open a cage of some kind and he's just trying to just um, let a dog loose and he's saying okay go and bite and go and uh, attack and um, so I want to come against that spirit in the mighty name of Jesus mm. In the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy is trying to unleash, yes, any plans of the enemy, any plans of darkness to unleash whatever violence against people of God, children of God, whether it is America, Lord, I pray for protection. Violence with beasts. Violence with beasts. Violence with beasts. Violence with beasts. Father, I pray for grace. I pray for grace. I pray for grace. Father, we at this moment pray for America. God, let your mercy remember America. Remember the scriptures that it was founded upon. Remember 
the missionaries that went out to nations. Remember the good things that have come out and have mercy upon them. Remember the tears. Remember the pain, the sufferings. Whatever the enemy is intentionally trying to divide. Holy Spirit, we the children of God intercede for America right now. People of God, can you just come in agreement with me right now and uh, come against the spirit the spirit of violence spirit of violence i'm seeing people with with uh, what is it called bat that bat the, the baton baseball baseball, baseball bat. bat i'm seeing people with baseball bat whatever is trying to to accelerate while increasing violence holy spirit i pray that our prayer tonight will be used mondini bragana harzika tagamondu kuzaga there is you know as much as 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 the trump has been threatening to release the military yeah. okay he has not released the military yet if i'm right yes. but there is a spirit that is wanting him to unleash military on the streets mm. i'm hearing it in the spirit la romantica yatara Father, whatever people are orchestrating behind the scenes that is wanting to unleash certain levels of they don't want this to violence to end. They wanted to they wanted to go into months but Father, send angels right now to America. Send angels. Send angels. Oh, we intercede for angels. Angels of God be released. We intercede right now that the angels be sent. We intercede for angels to be sent. Ratimene sabrakaya. Mambrozi katayori antara. Lembrokosi antara. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, angels that carry the the peace be released. Angels that freeze certain principalities. Be released in the name of Jesus. In the same season, I see the enemy wanting to unleash chemical attacks. Chemical attacks. Yeah. Watch out for news. Every plans of the enemy to release chemical attacks. Yes, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I pray, angels of God, land in America. Angels of God, arise. Let there be peace. Let there be peace. We stand over nations. Revive nations. Father, we pray for the peace in Canada. We pray for the peace in different parts of the world. And thank you, Lord, for your grace that is bringing healing even over corona thank you holy spirit that as you promised things are moving ahead even though it looks helpless it is not without your help so father right now i lift into your hands people that are connecting through this video anybody that needs healing by faith lay hands on the screen lord jesus let this be a point of medium for their miracle whatever area they need their miracle 
by the simple act of laying hands on the screen and coming in agreement with me i release your surprise testimony receive it in the name of jesus you're coming back with a testimony in jesus name your complete healing in the mighty name of jesus thank you holy spirit in jesus name we pray amen and amen amen wow wow prophet i want to thank you so much for the thank you pastor great honor and privilege has been to sit here with you in the studio and to ask a few questions and to hear the immense wisdom that uh, you've spoken tonight i know that myself and the, our viewers are blessed to have received the voice of god tonight so i thank you and uh, can't wait for sunday <laughs> So I know that you've been blessed and I encourage you if you want go back especially if you've not seen yesterday go back and watch yesterday's video be sure to watch this video again let it go deep into your spirit as our prophet said and remember this coming Sunday there's going to be a fire that's going to be released into your house so even from today as you continue to pray keep your spirits hot keep your ears fine-tuned to the voice of God because God is speaking to you and he has a word for you so until next time, as my father says, stay under the mighty hand of God.